Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment by adults, for adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon our sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. That was my uh, British cousin doing a little intro for us. I'm joking. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. On the Madman, on the boards, we got the Hill Hippie. Hello, I'm wearing blaze orange so everybody can see me, even though I'm on radio. EK is obviously playing with the filters, so uh, I'm all digitized. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, be sure to become a patron. Go over to Patreon.com/slash/ShockMonkeyRadio and you can see what we're talking about. But this is a podcast, and we're focusing on podcast stuff. So we, we do that. We did our intros. We did our greetings. Hello. Thank you for listening. We're up to about a thousand subscribers now. Thank you. Please tell a friend. We really appreciate it. Got the new numbers in. Awesome. Yeah. So please. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tell a friend. Now that you've told your friends, have your friends tell their friends. Yeah. So exactly. And they tell two people and they tell two people. So we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend there, Hill Hippie? <sighs> stressful. Stressful, stressful, stressful. So my brother is out of the country with his wife and his, uh, I won't say new son because his son's almost two years old, but his wife is from fresh son. Well, that depends on how clean the diaper is. What? It looks like it. Is the, is the microphone got a line through it? Yes. Then yes, it's muted. Yeah. If the line lines through it, it's muted. Anyway. <laughs> Righteous. So, uh, my sister-in-law is from Europe, so they're gone over there. This is the first chance they've gotten to go over and let her family meet my nephew. Well, it couldn't have been a, the best time to go, but, you know, plane tickets are expensive and it costs a lot to change them because my brother's dog is not doing well. Oh, Yeah. So, I was already scheduled because me and another uh, friend of ours are hopping back and forth between keeping an eye on Max and I get called up on Fridays. Like, hey, you need to come see him because uh, I'm worried. He keeps asking about you. Yeah. He's like, well, come Devin has to come over. <laughs> so I, I rush over there and sure enough, this, this is not the dog I've known for the past 13 years. Yeah. It's just very lethargic. Instead of when I knocked on the door, instead of, you know, jumping up and coming over, he raised his head because I was able to see in the window. He raised up his head, barked twice and laid his head back down. Mm. So I go over, he doesn't even get up. He hasn't been eating this, that, and the other. I was like, this is not good. This is not good at all. I had dinner uh, dinner plans with a friend of mine, which got pushed severely back, almost to the point where we didn't uh, engage in the dinner. But long story short, I go over Saturday. <clears throat> Too late. Yeah. Well, thanks. Continue. You're How's the dog? Asshole. How's the dog? I go over Saturday expecting fully that I'm going to have to take him to the vet. Vet wasn't available, but when I showed up Saturday morning, he was more of himself. Now, he actually got up, barked a little bit, still kind of lethargic, but not as bad as he was Friday. So, uh, long story short, I've been taking care of him for the past three and a half, four days. Uh, Finally getting some food in him, starting to see signs of... The old Max, I was, last night I was over there playing Xbox and he actually gets up and comes over and is like, I want some pettins, I want some lovins, which he hasn't done. Normally it's, he goes outside, does his business, comes back in, drinks some water. When I can get him to eat, I get him to eat. Right now he's being uh, really picky and he's only eating boiled chicken. Yeah. But he actually came over and was like, I want some lovins. I'm like, okay, buddy, you get what you get what you want right now. I guess he's feeling better. A little bit, a little bit. You know, this morning he was, uh, when I woke up, he was actually, he got up and followed me around the house a little bit. So, nice. nursing him to health. You want to adjust the color on my face? I'm a little red. Mm. I'm not that red. I'm very pale in real life. Anyway, that's just uh, de- detail. So, you think the dog's going to make it? I, well... I think he's going to make it until my brother gets back. I don't know how much longer after that. Okay. Is he a bad person or something? No, no. Does just, he beat the dog or? No, no, absolutely not. My brother is a dog advocate. He's, you know, fostered rescue dogs in the past, this, that, and the other, but he's an old dog. His hips are bad. He doesn't go yeah. up and down the stairs really anymore. 
it's getting close to his time and I just, I'm doing everything I can not to have to say to him when he returns from, uh, out of country, I had to have your dog put down. Right. It's just not a strain on a relationship that I want to put there. No, that's a bummer, man. Hey, but the dog's doing better. So upside. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Poor dogs. That's why it's wrong to love. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. If you love a dog, you know, they're going to die and then it hurts. So that's why it's wrong to love. Oh, Everything no. dies. <gasps> what happened to my face? Sorry. <laughs> Haven't you ever listened to Typo Negative? They teach you everything dies. I didn't need them to teach me that. Well, maybe you did. What was my weekend like? Um, you know, the traffic this weekend was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it was horrible. Uh, what else do I got? Um, I got a little bit of gossip here. Okay. Um, you remember last week we talked about, um, firework safety? Yes. Uh, that was the video I put up on YouTube. Um, well, I was, I was telling a family member about this, about the video and the podcast and so forth. And, um, <clears throat> this person, uh, tells me this story about this post a friend of theirs made. So I'm not going to put anybody out on blast here. I'm just going to re- relay the story and not give any names or anything like that. Uh, this is the, the, the post. Uh, holy crap, I've been sitting here making fun of idiots on the 4th of July, and I was just nearly a statistic. Lesson I just learned. In, a v- in the van, you cannot place two hot bags of food from Sonic on top of two bags of fireworks you just bought. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank did, God. Did they not already know this? Yeah, thank God there was a lo- there was a warning pop before they all started going off, allowing me time to pull over and get the ba- bags of fireworks out of the van in time. It was pretty but a waste of $60 since it was for my boys to see instead of, of me and random drivers passing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Talk about knew? jumping into the lion's den who there. Knew? Cause you get that first pop of a firecracker going off in your that, car and, and you pull going, over yeah. and then you dive into your car to grab this box of explosives. Exploding, yeah. Throw it out. <laughs> and, and you know, your arms are only so long. So you're basically putting your face down by a box of explosives. Looks good. Looks good. Well, it is you, so. Yeah, there's that. There is that. So, yeah, that was a little bit of a... But Every year, every that, year, there's accidents like that. Please be safe with fireworks. How full was the back seat or the driver or passenger seat of this person's car that they had to... The only spot they had to put their hot food was on top of the fucking fireworks, man. They just weren't thinking. That's how these accidents <laughs> happen. You just weren't thinking. Oh yeah, let's let's put a heat source on top of uh, explosives. Mm-hmm. You just weren't thinking. It's not flame. It's not the same as flame. <laughs> Ign- I guess it's just I was in the navy. And ignition point does not require open flame. I think it's just because I was in the navy, and everybody in the navy is a firefighter, and so um, uh, I think it was just drilled into my head, like the very the very simple simple basics of combustion and stuff like that i would know enough not to put a bag of hot food on fireworks but you know not everyone joins the navy you know sometimes even things that are cool to the touch are enough to send some uh some flammable into combustion that's why i have no eyebrows or Mm -hmm. eyelashes eyelashes yeah because that was cool to the touch where uh, cooler than food from a that you receive from a fast food place. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, go into this uh, first rant of mine, I guess. All right. Uh, so I'm not trying to be mean to old people, but at some point we need to take their driver's license away. All right. I don't. I don't mean all old people drive horribly. Some can still hang in traffic. All right. But once you reach that point where you're doing half the speed limit with a blinker on for three miles and you could barely see over the dash, you are a hazard at that point. And the cops need to pull you over and take away your license. Or you're going to get somebody killed. Or buy a Tesla. The Tesla's automatic or whatever? They are. Or what, like self-driving or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they should be, like, giving them or something. I don't know. Okay. I think this is why the invention of Uber is so important because like what you're talking about, that's a dream that could be a reality because of Uber. You, you In the meantime, take away their licenses. Yes. And then impose an AARP discount on Uber rides. Absolutely. Somebody get on this. 
I'm saying that is a genius idea. I'll get on top of it then. Also, um, two quarters is not a good tip. <laughs> this is not 1968 anymore. I mean, uh, I mean, I know old people are marginalized by middle-aged people like myself who actively control the world. <laughs> well, not like me, I guess. Uh, but most of us want to ignore old people because we don't want to be reminded of our own mortality or the fact that a day may come where we're in the far left lane going 40 miles an hour with a blinker on. It's right around the corner. Yeah. So obviously we shouldn't marginalize our seniors because there's a wealth of wisdom we could tap into there. Also, there's a possibility um, of some hilarious senility. Yeah. And the well of wisdom that can be tapped into there it can be very deep and very, very useful as long as mm. it's not about tech stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And grandpa's going to teach you how to code in HTML. <laughs> no, nobody ever says that. Nobody knows like, Grandpa taught me C plus plus. I don't. Someday there well, may be. There may be. Grandpa a, might yeah. have known Fortran or Turbo Pascal. <laughs> I can't get Grandpa off eight chan. I'm going to teach you how to Fortran here, boy. <laughs> Grandpa, nobody uses Fortran anymore. He's doing. In my day, we used Reddit. He's doing TikTok videos like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture of me flossing. Nobody wants to see that, Grandpa. So, and by the way, that's not floss. That's a thong. So anyway, we need, at some point, we got to take their licenses away. You know, get one of them self-driving cars or whatever. If you need to. If you need to. But some, I, I guess it's just sitting in traffic and realizing that the reason why I'm going so slow is because of one of these types. Well, more than likely, they there's a good chance that they're a veteran and they served in a war to help you, so... Respect. I'm technically a veteran, so I don't have to. Bullshit. <laughs> because if they hadn't served, you wouldn't have had the opportunity to serve. Okay. Possibility. Wait, wait. I'm halfway. I'm halfway on Scott's side on this one, Madman. Uh, you're a vet, so you only have to to guys that were in the navy. <laughs> no, I mean you still even if you still have to follow brand, the chain of yeah. command is what I'm saying. But even in the chain, of, even in the chain of command, if somebody's in another military uh, outfit and they give you a rank and they give you an order and they're higher rank than you, you have to follow it. Oh snap! Yeah. So if yeah, so if a marine uh, lieutenant gave me an order, I have to follow it. But what if a marine lieutenant gave you an order that contradicted a navy lieutenant? You follow the highest ranking uh, order. But they're both lieutenants. Or the last order. It's really confusing. That is really confusing. It is really confusing. Either the highest ranking one or the most recent order you're given. Wow, that could cause some real trouble for it you. It does. It really, really does. Private Madman, why didn't you not do this? Uh, I, I'm sorry, sir, but this... I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Marine, but I am not a private. <laughs> I don't know what you are. He's a seaman. Well, that's true. Which is way better. It's way better than being a private. <laughs> well, privates produce semen. It means coffee that doesn't come in our pouches. You know, that's what that's what being a semen means. It's all about that, <laughs> that cappuccino. Means a hot, hot breakfast every morning. That's what that means. <laughs> Sleeping in a bed every night. That's what that, that means. What that means. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, let me pay some bills real quick here. You guys killed a couple minutes. Nice. Oh, I already ate all the pizza. I would have shown it on camera. No, it's too bad. Well, um, we were sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. It was good. <laughs> we were going to show you. I'm sorry. I was hungry. EK, and... EK came back hungry. We didn't really expect it. We... <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to save it. So we're sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. And uh, yeah, you can reach them at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. The and is spelled A-N-D. dannyspizzaandsubs.com. They are located in the Lees Hill Center here in Fredericksburg at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue, and they have a five-mile delivery radius from that location. So apologies to our listeners in... Have we done Dublin? No. Apologies to our listeners in Dublin. I was going to go with Bangor. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe next week. Yeah, their hours of operation are Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. On Fridays and Saturdays, they're open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and on Sundays, they're open from noon to 8 it's always buy one, get one free pizzas at Danny's Pizzas and Subs, pizzaandsubs.com. I tell you what, I had, a, I had the tuna melt the other day. So good. 
so good. So good. I think I've mentioned this before in an ad is like the, the chicken salad they do is fantastic. And mm-hmm. the, the tuna, you add tuna melt they to do anything, is... though. I mean, you get, get a Danny sub and then add melt to it when you order it. They'll put cheese on it and they'll toast it. You can get a salad sandwich and ask for a salad sandwich melt. They'll do it. If you if you really don't care about your weight, like some people, you you go on down and you get like a bacon cheese fries, a large bacon oh my cheese God, fries. That's so good. They, they put that uh, that cheese sauce on it, that cheddar cheese oh. sauce on it. It's so decadent. Mm. If, if Is you, it cheddar cheese sauce or American cheese sauce, like the nachos that you buy in a gas station? It's it's, uh, ch- it's like a cheddar. Okay, because they so use, it's real cheese. Because they also do the grande nachos. Class. Okay, and they use that cheese on the grande nachos as well. Grande nachos, uh, their chili, the lettuce, tomato, the chips. I mean, that's it's awesome. You can call a, a Italian pizza place run by Lebanese guys and get Mexican food. It's awesome. Go to daddyspizzaandsubs.com. We gave him an extra long ad today. Hopefully, we get a check from them tomorrow. <laughs> That's what the, uh, what you just described is what we call diversity. Absolutely. That's why I love working for that place is because uh, most people come in and just assume they're Italian. And you just don't – that's the point about being Lebanese is, or anyone from Mediterranean. is like you can pass as Italian because it's yeah. all – all those genes have been mixing for so long that you know they all look pretty much the they same. They all have that dark complexion. I yeah. just love – I just love the uh... – like they're not the kind of place that's gonna judge you for putting pineapple on your pizza. Is all I'm saying. Like they, oh, they do the Mediterranean. Oh, oh, oh. I, I saw the perfect shirt. I almost bought Madman this weekend. Yeah, I have, was searching for a particular cable, which apparently I can only get <laughs> off of uh, Amazon without spending like three times its cost. So I wonder into Spencer Gifts, and one of the shirts that they had there was a slice of pizza that's been anima. Uh, Anapromorphized? That's the word. Thank you. It was escaping me because it's so good. It had his little arms and his little legs, and it had this little confused look on its face, and there was a piece of pineapple straddling over top of it with its uh, one of its hands over its mouth that says, shh, no oh. one has to know. <laughs> nice. I get in arguments with that over there at Danny's. <laughs> about so, pizza? About fruit being on pizza. You shouldn't put tomatoes on pizza, but people ask for it, so whatever. You shouldn't put pineapples on people what people ask for so it. what about green peppers that's vegetable for that no it's not it's a fruit it is it is yeah. all right the seeds i keep mm. yeah yeah i don't eat your green peppers theory on, is flawed i i well i don't eat green peppers on pizza either so fruit doesn't belong on pizza you know what the best thing to put on pizza is Gumballs. my mouth give me some give my mouth <laughs> He's still hungry. He ate all of our. I did. I, ate, our, I ate all the pizza. He ate all left. of our prop pizza that we set aside, That's, and we don't even have one for the for the sorry, video. Show. So that happens hungry. every and I time. Smelled it, I smelled it as soon as I came in the house, and it was not even out. Like it <laughs> every time we, we have prop pizza, and you ate it all. Every time we every have time. We've been I don't even. For like I never. I never get any. We've been trying. For he a always month eats to get it, it all. On the camera. Eric always eats it all. I'm like, I'm going to have me a slice of that after after the show. It's going to be great, and it's going to be good, and it's, but it's no. gone. But no. Anyway, so I got a little section set aside here for Hill Hippie's Garden. Hopefully and it won't take too long. I got a, one more thing before we get into the news worth knowing. I can make this pretty quick. Okay. But uh, considering our military dive that we've taken in this episode, do you think ants have been watching, uh, say, Private Ryan or uh, We Were Soldiers or some of those uh, late nineties, early aughts war movies. Ants. Mm-hmm. Ants. A N T S. Insects. Are you talking about the movie or the? I, no. Have ants been watching the the war movies? No, my. Because apparently they've developed the Marines mentality of no one left behind. Oh really? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean they could eat that. Well, no. The uh, ants in the Mojave Desert. Uh, I would give you the scientific name, but who the fuck cares? Right. Uh, They've been noticing these ants in labs when one of their comrades gets attacked and ensnared in a spider's web. The army stops, turns around, and goes to rescue this guy out of the web. You know, ripping away the spider silk to try and get it. Now, mind you, on average, they're losing 6% of the force that goes in to save this one ant. Yeah. But they're still following in this concept of no one left behind. Makes makes you wonder if that's even a good idea. It, it, it kind of does, doesn't it? Uh, At least the Marines, they do no man left behind, but they may wait a week or so. 
Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> they believe that this rescue behavior is, of course, chemically, chemically yeah, induced. pheromones, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that they believe that uh, actually is going on with this particular species of ants that is doing this is that they have to have a high amount of food coming in to because uh, they produce somewhere in a, the number of a thousand new insects every day and their lifespans are lifespans are extremely short so they need as much of their workforce actually working and bringing food into the colony so they think that that is what is spurring this going in and rescue that one worker because that's one seed that's not coming in but at the same time dude you're losing six percent of your yeah, force yeah. you're you're hurting yourself Maybe it's a calling type effect. It could be a calling effect. I think they've this particular species of ants has figured out the internet and have been watching too many war movies on Netflix. Why can't they watch like YouTube videos? And who pays for their Netflix subscription? Uh, it's in the Mojave Desert, so I'm assuming somebody out there. Hmm. And it's probably a satellite connection. I was going to say they got satellite. They don't need Netflix. <laughs> you get like 500 channels if you got satellite. Yeah. <laughs> But Netflix, you can watch whatever you want. And I think that, you know, with the colony that they have, the war movies are just, just oh, yeah. I like the war movies. That's what I want to watch. That's Hill Hippie doing an ant voice. That's my only voice. You need to go back. What time is, well, how much time is in the file? What time are we at? We Maybe are. We clip that. Uh, 2230. <laughs> I can't Why, wait. Why, do you want some more of? Yeah, somebody's going to make a ringtone out of that or something. Who knows? <laughs> I like the war movies. Why would, like, if they were like army ants, I guess it would make sense. Well, yeah, but then they would only watch army movies, you know? Right. But, but what about the Marines? Fuck the Corps. <laughs> There's only one army movie that's worth anything worth watching, in my opinion. Yeah. What's that? In the army now with Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> I've never been entertained by an army movie. Come on. And, 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 Good morning, and, Vietnam. Eh. Robin Williams. He was funny, but the movie overall, eh. Just, it's, it's out of our top ten, too. It's just, don't it's feel just bad, the, the whole bureaucracy of military movies just don't appeal to me. Well, I the, thought the movie Basic was really good. Well, uh, with, uh, was it uh, Tom Cruise? And, um, I haven't seen that Not one. Tom Cruise, uh, John Travolta. I don't think uh, I've seen that one. Sam, Sam, Sammy Jackson. Anyway. Drop the Bible on him. What Bible? Full metal jacket. Oh, well. Okay. Kubrick. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's a good army movie. Eh. I thought it was good. It's a Marine Corps movie. But uh, Okay, so my... Okay, if it's a Marine Corps movie, then once again, my, my statement stands. Let's see. I just put them all together in one. It's the military movie. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm specifically speaking of the army. There's only one army movie that, in my mind, and that is in the army now with Pauly Shore. Uh, There's no thought, other. Or this is number two is. Uh, no, I was thinking of Ernest Goes to Jail. Saving uh, Private yeah. Ryan was that an army movie? Yes. Yeah. So there's a good mm, army movie. Yeah, it wasn't a fan. It's got Tom Pref- Hanks it's, it's, in it. Listen, How can you not appreciate? I just wasn't a fan. Preferential stuff, man. It's just like I prefer. I don't know. Anyway, you mind if I get into this next thing, next rant? Hey, I was the one being questioned. Okay. He just wants to watch uh, movies about semen. So please go into your next rant. Navy ones are my favorite. They mostly do submarine movies. I don't like that. Um, Penises. Underwater penises. Yep. Uh, So I did some research today, and apparently 105 billion humans have been bored since 50,000 B.C. That's just a fun little fact I just looked up. So um, Uh, Continuously or at, at least at one point in their lives? I don't have those demographics. You'd be surprised how, you'd be surprised how much little information I found on this these on this research. I've, I was I'm I'm about to tell you about. So I started wondering, hill hippie busting balls with minutia. Yeah. So uh, so I I started wondering, do all of those people become ghosts when they die? Um, subtracting the uh, about eight billion people that currently that are currently alive, that leaves ninety seven billion possible ghosts. I bet ghost world is super crowded. I mean, it's got to be like ten times worse than that movie Ghost Town with Ricky Gervais, where he where he died where he died during an uh, an operation and he woke up seeing ghosts. I was waiting for this reference. The, All right, so there's one thing you're not taking into account here: mm. they have no corporeal form, so they take up no space. So it's not as crowded as you think. Okay, so but there would be so here by my math is like there would be about twelve ghosts per human living being. All right, 
all watching us poop, have sex, pick our noses, etc. So they may take up no space and have no form, but their their eyes are on you. Uh, that so would you're be saying there's like 36 additional ghosts just chilling out in here while we're doing the show. It's possible. It's possible there's 36 ghosts here watching our show. And none of those assholes See, are paying for me. Patreon. They're not. They're, so, ghosts, I want you to go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Use your magical ghost powers and put magical money in my account. <laughs> also. And that's how you plug. <laughs> also, there would be more ghosts per capita in places like Europe and Asia. In the Middle East, possibly Central America, because throughout history, that's where, like, most of those 97 billion people died. Fair yeah, enough. That's a good point. Yeah. So, um, it's probably more crowded in Europe well, when it comes to ghosts. Well, do you, Assuming ghosts can't travel. I was going to say, wouldn't yeah. you become a ghost? Wouldn't that be the first thing? Here's my chance to see the world. Well, and that's what they mean. They move with the population because they watch people. And it's like, oh, there's not many people living down here anymore, so we're going to move. We're going to... Because there's probably a shitload of ghosts over by the border, you know, the southern border. No. No, they've gotten tired of watching people, so that's when they start watching ants. And now the ghosts are the ones who turn the ants on Netflix and the army movies. Hey, Problem aunt. solved. Hey, ant, you like saving Private Ryan? You're going to love this, ants. <laughs> Maybe that's why the dragonflies eat the antenna. Yeah, I can't find any of these. Yeah, Dragonflies love antennas. That's what I'm saying. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why. Maybe they're using the antenna to communicate with the, the ethereal to, world. Yeah, and they're transmitting mm-hmm. that data. Uh-huh. To the the rest of the insect world, which is how they're learning. Yeah, EK and I were talking about how weird it is that dragonflies love antenna, and we think maybe they're using. There's got to be a reason. Well, there's got to be a conspiracy involved there. Ironic, and shameless self promotion. Tonight's episode of Otherland Dreams is about dragonflies and oh, dragonfly cool. medicine. That's I did lucky. not know that. <laughs> That's that lucky. We didn't know. <laughs> and we, that, huh, some things are just meant to be. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, I just can't find any accurate demographics on ghosts. But that's what I mean. It's like they're probably super crowded over there in Ghost World. And that's probably why that ghost on the subway in that movie Ghost mm-hmm. was so territorial. It's like because he finally found a place to get away from all the other ghosts. <laughs> you know, the a subway platform is like all the people can't see me. They ignore me. And now, you know, I'm just trying to find a place where I can sit down and think, get away from all these noisy ass ghosts. And then Roadhouse shows up asking questions. I'd give anything for a drag. That's the best scene of the movie, hands down. I mean, uh, this is my space. Get out. Yeah, I mean, I just want to shake the guy's hand who wrote that line because that's the best line in that movie because that was a tough movie to get through. Ghost? Yeah. Overrated. I can honestly say I've watched it once. I'm just saying they could have made that whole movie eight times better if Swayze had hooked up with Whoopi. That's all I'm saying. Well, they went the other way and had Demi hook up with a whoopee. In a roundabout way, yes. And um, hmm. nobody wants to see that. They would rather see Patrick Swayze and, whoop, and uh, not Whoopi. No, I, in that, there, uh, in there that was, era? That either, way, Demi either way, there was Whoopi Whoopi going on. Whoopi Whoopi. Whoopi was getting her Whoopi. It makes you wonder, how is it, and how would the ethereal penis be hard? Ectoplasm? That's what comes out when it's done. <laughs> That's what Slimer was in Ghostbusters. He was just a giant floating ball of goo, ghost jizz. Of goo. Ghost, ghost jism. Ghost jism. That's disgusting. Gistoplasm. On that note, you want to get into the news worth knowing? Of course. Tough cookies, because we got to talk about Flashback Comics. Flashback Comics is Aww. based out of Woodbridge, Virginia. They have tons of new comics, back issues, trade paperback, toys, and statues. They're located at 3112 PS Business Drive, just off of Smoketown Road. Uh, they're open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., and on Sundays they're open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Be sure to tell Troy that FXBG Public Radio sent you. But one thing you won't find at Flashback Comics is Tray Table Man number one. Trade Table Man is the exciting story of a man who has uh, the ability to pull uh, TV trays from thin air. And uh, yeah, not very functional. There was only the one issue. Incredibly rare. You won't I find thought you were talking about comic. some video I saw about some. But did he put him back in their full and upright position? It's the only thing he can do. It's yeah. his only power. I saw this video attack somebody with a. <laughs> you deserve that. <laughs> attack somebody with a TV tray in the street. And I was just like, this is a weird, 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 weird world. Anyway, so let's uh, let's get into the news worth knowing. Let's do it. All right. 
So uh, BET founder Robert Johnson praises Trump, says Democratic Party has moved too far to the left. Uh, BET, you're talking about black entertainment television? Black entertainment television founder and longtime Democrat Robert Johnson said in an interview that aired Tuesday that the Democratic Party has become too liberal to defeat President Trump in 2020 unless major changes are made. The quote, the party, in my opinion, the quote, quote, the party, in my opinion, for me personally, has moved too far to the left, he told CNN, uh, CNBC's uh, Hadley Gamble. Uh, Johnson, the fir- country's first African-American billionaire, according to Forbes, went on to say that because the party has become so liberal, he isn't supporting a particular 2020 candidate at this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Quote, I think at the end of the day, if a Democrat is going to beat Trump, then that person, he or she, We'll have to move to the center, and you can't wait too long to do that, Johnson said. The message of some of the programs that Democrats are pushing are not resonating with the majority of the American people. Well, turns out you got to be pretty smart to become a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnson said the current far-left state of the Democratic Party will work well in the primaries, but won't help in a general election, especially since he feels Trump's Trump has his base locked up. The BET founder, who supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, even praised some of Trump's recent accomplishments. Quote, I think the economy is doing great and is particularly reaching populations that heretofore have very bad problems in terms of jobs and employments and opportunities that come with employment. Johnson said that's a very long way to say black people are getting more jobs. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, he does say African-American unemployment is at its lowest level. There you go. So there, I jumped ahead. Uh, I give the president a lot of credit for moving the economy in a positive direction that's benefiting a large amount of Americans. All true. Uh, he also told CNBC that he thinks tax, tax cuts clearly ha- help stimulate the economy, whereas partisan politics have gone too far. He went on to say, I think business people have more confidence in the way the um, economy is going. If business people are concerned about anything, it's a clear, clear partisan politics that has become wicked and very mean. Johnson said he gives Trump an A-plus for the economy, but added that divisive politics are not helping America as a global nation. 73-year-old entrepreneur founded BET in 1980 with a $150,000 loan and sold it for $3 billion in 2001. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I found this article and I was just I, – because I, I've been thinking lately is that, you know, a lot of um, – I hate to sound even remotely racist about this, but a lot of people – a lot of black people are turning more conservative. They're seeing this crazy stuff that's going on like places like Portland and people like doxing – uh, other people and so forth. And they're just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Democrat, but I ain't like that. I ain't going to throw a milkshake at somebody. Right. Steal somebody's hat just because I don't like the president. Or beat their ass because they're wearing that hat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just think it's interesting. It's like anyone with any sense is not on board with this, uh, crazy, uh, liberal agenda, socialist nonsense. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, isn't that how the Nazi party started? It's exactly how the Nazi party started. That's what I thought. By trying to shut people up who uh, oppose them and so forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next story. I'm tired of being political. Let's, I agree. Let's get to something that everybody loves, which is pizza. Did we just cover that? Nope. We're coming back around. Yep. <laughs> We're coming back around to it. Uh, Man- it's all about the pizza. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different pizza place, though. Man at Wisconsin Pizza Shop stomps on customer slices and gets arrested. Good. He deserves it. For getting arrested? Yeah, he should have been shot, if you ask me. But uh, uh That's a little harsh. That's pizza, man. Pizza's that's my awesome. love. So a Wisconsin man is arrested outside a late-night pizza joint after stomping on customer slices and naturally making some enemies in the process. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, police say they received reports of a man causing disturbance at Madison's Ian, this is uh, Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Ian's Pizza at 2.33 a.m. and arrived to find the man fighting with other patrons outside the restaurant, according to the blog of the Madison Police Chief, Mike Koval. Koval? Koval. Koval. The suspect, identified as a 24-year-old male, was allegedly walking on tables and stepping on people's pizza. Not cool, dude. No, so not just one guy's, yeah. but everybody's. Which prompted two oh. other patrons to begin fighting with the man. I'd fight over my pizza. You ruin my pizza, it's on. It's two twenty three in the morning two thirty three in the morning. I don't give a fuck. See, here's the I'm drunk too. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Here's my first question. 
why didn't anybody just in this real quick and simple he just put one of his foot uh, one of his feet on a slice of your pizza that's on the table all you have to do is grab an ankle and yank yeah that fucker would go down faster than a pair of panties on prom night problem taken care of yeah so he was later arrested for disorderly conduct as well as resisting arrest please confirm <laughs> the two patrons who fought the man were also issued citations for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. So they're in the throes of a fight when the cops got there. Oh, yeah. And those guys were just, yeah, doing what's right. If you ask me. And and they got arrested too, man. That's not cool. Yeah. Anyway, Ian's has not released a comment yet. Other than it's just like, eh, it's another Friday night. <laughs> Is that, was that his comment? No, that's, oh, they, damn. they haven't. Been that, that would have been great if it was. Yeah, Ian's pizza hasn't been reached for comment, but I'm saying it's like all they, that's probably was like, there's no reason to comment on, hey, it's just another Friday night. Yeah. You know? The brewer's lost, you know, so. Do you think we'd be used to it by now? Everyone's in a bad mood. All right. So, uh, you interested in all of getting free chicken? Free chicken? Is it chicken fingers that were spilled out on the interstate again? No. Okay. Not that wonderful. Uh, this is uh, Chick-fil-A is offering free food on Tuesday for anyone dressed like a cow. Chick-fil-A is offering free food on Tuesday. Anyone who shows up at one of its locations... Dressed as a cow. Now, I don't know if this is today or last Tuesday. Or next Tuesday. Or next Tuesday. Or all Tuesdays. Or every Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Free chicken tenders day. Is that all it is, chicken tenders? No, it's like, I don't know, free food. Yeah, uh, what food? Is it you show up and you get one of their, one single of their chicken that's, sliders? That's I mean. This article, this article is so... Ambiguous? Yeah. The offer comes amid celebrations of the fast food chain's uh, 15th annual Cow Appreciation Day, uh, during which the company commemorates its Eat More Chicken Cows. Customers who visit one of the restaurant's 2,400 locations across the U.S. dressed up like a cow are eligible to receive a free entree from the opening until 7 p.m. So it sounds like a sandwich. So you're running out of time. A slider sandwich. Better, yeah. Free entree. Well, the sliders could be considered an entree. One mm, slider. I see. One, one, there you go. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cow costumes for Chick-fil-A or anything defined as cow-like. That includes spotted accessories, a t-shirt with black and white spots. So it's like, just go, just t-shirt with black and white spots and get it. <laughs> but you have to have it already. Can't order it off the internet. Because it won't arrive in time. Yeah. Despite serving chicken dishes, Chick-fil-A is widely known for its cow mascots. The company said in a news release, that 2019's Cow Appreciation Day marks the change 24th anniversary of its Eat More Chicken Cows. Uh, Chick-fil-A said that during last year's Appreciation Day, 1.95 million customers dressed up like cows for a free meal. Company Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer John Bridges said in a statement that Chick-fil-A is grateful for our customers' enthusiasm towards this fun annual tradition. I think people would want to dress up as cows anyway. That's the point, is that a lot of a lot of people have the onesies that yeah. are animal themed. Yeah. Cow stuff. Moo. People with cow stuff. See, <clears throat> I wonder if you can just walk in it's like moo. Okay, you get a free entree. If it's, if it's just a slider. Well, why not? Why not? Yeah, so uh, yeah, let's go to the next story. Man broke into an Oregon home with cat. Arrested wearing homeowner's Christmas onesie. <laughs> a man accompanied by his cat. I swear I haven't spaghetti. read these articles. I did not throw the onesie concept out there, but knowing that this was coming up, that was just random. Anyway, the man accompanied by his cat named Spaghetti made himself at home after breaking into an Oregon residence on Sunday by trying on a woman's onesie, Christmas onesie, eating a cupcake, making coffee. This is what police said. The break in, the alleged break in, Allegedly. Allegedly? Uh, excuse me. Happened about uh, 3.45 p.m. in Gresham, which is about 15 miles east of Portland. The homeowners told police they returned home and noticed damage and items they, that didn't belong to them. They said they found a cat wearing a shirt in the crawl space beneath the house. <laughs> Who would uh, do that to a cat? I don't know. But when officers arrived, the man wearing the... was uh, When officers arrived, a man wearing the owner's... Christmas onesie emerged from the crawl space. Oh, he was playing on a squat. Yeah, it was. Uh, so police identified the suspect as 38-year-old Ryan Bishop. Uh, his cat is named Spaghetti. 
Uh, <laughs> investigators said Bishop and Spaghetti broke into the couple's home, ate a, ate a cupcake, made some coffee, found the homeowner's Christmas onesie in the dryer. Bishop was booked in the Multnomah County Jail on first-degree burglary, first-degree first degree criminal mischief, and third-degree theft. Uh, animal control was called to the scene after Spaghetti, Spaghetti refused to come out of the crawl space. Police said the homeowner declined her onesie not to be returned after the suspect was arrested. <laughs> he can have it. Yeah, I, I don't think I want that anymore. He's probably naked in that. Yeah, his piece was sliding up inside of my armor. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I want to backtrack to a little political thing real quick because I'm down to two stories. I thought you were done with politics. Well, I mean, I, I want to just one more little thing I want to say because it's something I didn't mention. All right. Um, this uh, Robert Johnson thing with BET uh, saying that, uh, uh, yeah, Trump Trump is actually doing a good job. Uh, I wouldn't say it's A plus, but okay, yeah, I guess so. And so, um, plus, I, you got to understand is like the very, very, very far far left is is being led by rich or affluent, educated, right women, white women. So just keep that in mind. Those those people with those blogs and being all virtue signaling and like trying to prove that they're not racist, you know, that's affluent white women. White women. Just don't. I, I don't know if you know that. That's like a, a factoid. All right. Factoid. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm running out of time. We may have to kill some time later. You've got a brother, so I imagine you might know more about this than I do. All right. All right. So a Tennessee boy is 13. He stabbed his brother. Saying jail is better than a car ride with him. That boy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, a 13-year-old boy from Tennessee stabbed his 15-year-old brother in Florida, telling deputies he would rather go to jail than spend eight hours in the car with a sibling. This is what investigators said. Lieutenant Todd Watkins of the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office told Fox News on Sunday that he responded to a scene uh, the day before and said deputies arrested the 13-year-old after he stabbed his brother in the arm three times with a multi-tool. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Watkins said that the teen uh, told deputies he did it because he was tired of his brother picking on him. The incident happened inside a car parked in a driveway in Crestview, which is about a 45-minute uh, drive from Pensacola, Watkins said. The stabbed brother then walked to the door of the home and called 911. I'm going to call 911. You watch. I'm going to go call 911. I'm going to do it right now. Watkins said his brother uh, was being questioned about the incident. He said he understood his rights and that he did not regret stabbing his sibling who was teasing him. Quote, I stabbed him, but I didn't care if, uh, about going back to jail. I'd rather be back to jail. Back I don't care about jail. going back to jail. I'd rather be in jail than eight, eight hours in the car with him. Oh, this kid's, he needs a spanking. The <laughs> 13-year-old was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and was brought to juvenile detention. Spare the rod, boy. Spoil the child. Right. Uh, we've had incidents with siblings, but not this young. Uh, Watkins, we, yeah, brothers fight. <laughs> Watkins <laughs> told Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have never dealt with them uh, this young in this violent a crime. Uh, Watkins said his older brother did not say much to the deputies at the time he was stabbed. Uh, Watkins said the 15-year-old was heard calling some of his friends to retaliate against his brother while he was in the back of the ambulance, apparently to no avail. These two brothers. Wow. They both need spankings. Yeah, doctors treated the 15-year-old for deep puncture, deep puncture wounds before releasing him from the hospital, Watkins said, adding this, that this treatment does not include surgery. Uh, yeah, well, probably didn't hit anything important. Uh, here's the thing. There's something about Florida, man. It makes people go crazy. Crazy. But here's, the th here's my question. All right. He aimed for the arm, so he obviously didn't want to inflict serious damage. Yeah. Now, is it because, yeah, I'm tough and I'd rather go to jail than spend some time uh, in this car with riding with my brother. Yeah, I'm hard. But I, I've been to prison. I'm hard. But I don't want to go to jail forever, so therefore I'm only going to stab him in the arm. Bullish is it because wounding. of that or because he didn't want to make his mama cry? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what's going through a 13-year-old psychopath's head. Oh, come on. I figured you'd be the perfect person for that. No. Mad man. My madness didn't happen until, like, uh, right about that time, I guess. 
<laughs> but I never stabbed anybody. No. Except with your penis. Not even then. I mean, that was I was 21 for that happen. Thank, wow. Thank you, alcohol. <laughs> Doing his job. Absolutely. You and your brother ever fight like that? Like, like that? No. But seriously, like getting to serious like fist fights? And... Oh, yeah. All the time. Well, when we were younger, not so much since we've become adults. I, I should hope so. It was like, yeah, I kicked his ass last week. <laughs> Coming at me, telling me my dog's sick and I don't know how to deal with it. I'm going out of the country and you're going to have to fucking do it. I Bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to fight it out. So that's why I'm watching this dog. <laughs> and he punched me really. He sucker punched me. He sucker punched me. He was a lucky, gotta, lucky shot. He's lucky I didn't let the dog die. Motherfucker. No, I... Uh, never has it once occurred to me to uh, take a bladed weapon and puncture this, the bag of water that is a human being. But did you ever do something that could possibly be, like, dangerous or or oh true. we did dangerous shit to each other all the time growing up yeah. come on we grew up in west virginia man yeah i mean ice balls to the nuts ice balls to the uh, to the forehead fucking shooting at each other with bb guns yeah I, it's just i didn't realize until this moment how easy it is to cut yourself in half cut somebody in half during a machete fight <laughs> Which we did have multiple knives and several machetes running around the house, but we never decided to get into a machete fight. That's uh, we saw what that shit did to trees, man. Yeah, yeah. Ow. What was it like? Family Guy. There was like this guy in prison or something like that. Had a knife and was like, I wonder what that feels like stabbing people. And he goes, Ow. Oh, that really hurt. What am I doing? Oh my, my god, life? I'm a dick. What am I even doing with my life? Anyway, so I got one more story. I want to get through it slowly. slowly. We can vamp towards the end, I guess. Um, Washington man severely burned after saving eight-year-old niece. A Washington man or, or the Washington man? Like You, you a, said a, it like a, a superhero. A Washington. Washington man. I'm Washington man. Fuck Oregon. <laughs> Fuck British Columbia. <laughs> Fuck Idaho! I'm Washington man. Uh, severely burned after saving eight-year-old niece from a fire. He says, "I'd run back in there and do it again." Get on you! Yeah, uh, Washington man who has been hospitalized with serious burns <laughs> all over his body after he rushed into a burning building saves eight-year-old niece. So he is a superhero. Yeah, just he's, not a flame retardant superhero. Washington man, but fuck the fires in Idaho. <laughs> Uh, so he rushed to the burning building to save his eight-year-old niece. He told reporters from the hospital bed that he would do it again. This picture of him, man, he's all messed up. Uh, like Freddy Krueger all messed up? No, it's like Burns. Hold on, we'll get to like his, how burned he is. Uh, Derek Bird. Uh, Pardon? Never mind. Okay. Uh, was it a reference I missed or something? Yeah, it was. you said he was all kinds of fucked up. Freddy Krueger fucked up? You said, oh, well, not like that, but we'll talk about his burn levels in a minute. It's like, oh, he's like, you missed the fact that Freddy Krueger was completely burned up. I forgot. Those movies are way overrated. Uh, not the first one. The original first one. Johnny Depp. So uh, Derek Bird, 20 of Aberdeen, uh, which is about a two hour drive from Seattle, told KOMO News, uh, I'd do it again. I'd really would. He added, I'd run back in there and do it again, even if I got burned worse or died. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd say that in from a hospital bed with the aching, burning sensation all over my body. I would say this pretty much sucks, but uh, yeah, I'd probably do it again. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I love that. I'd do it again, even if I got burned worse or died. Well, yeah, dude, absolutely. if if you died, that means you failed. Yeah, that means you failed. Yeah, because you would not have made it out with she your niece. Died. Hopefully, she'd, she'd been know with enough you. to run after that point. Well. If it's taking him down, it's probably taking her down, too, at the same time. Otherwise, what are you doing? Okay, I've got her out. Now I'm going to go back in and just chill. Just to prove how strong Washington man really is. Washington man. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bird said was airlifted to a nearby hospital with second and third degree burns on his face, back, and arms after Thursday morning fire in his home. Uh, he said the fire broke out when the fire broke out, he immediately tried to help his sister get three young children out of the home through the second floor window. Uh, 
quote, I ran downstairs, even though I got burned, I started catching the kids. He said, I took it on my, oh, one under an arm, I took another one under the arm. Run it for the end zone. Yeah. Bird told the station that he caught his six-year-old nephew uh, and his sister's baby, but her eight-year-old daughter, Mercedes, was too afraid to jump. So she, they were like jumping out of the window, I guess. And he was mm-hmm. catching them. Right. Yeah. So uh, he said when his sister fell off the roof, Mercedes fell back into the burning room. Um, she was screaming my name. Bird told the station. Oh, man. I can't imagine that. Right. There, I'd have no choice. No, you've got no choice. Yeah. So I wasn't just going to let her sit there. I wasn't going to let my niece die. He said he ran upstairs, pushed right through the fire. All the while, he could feel it burning him. Then I got her, took my shirt off, and put it around her face so she wasn't breathing any smoke, and I just carried her out as fast as I could, he told the television station. He also said, even though I got burned, I really didn't care, though. I, I'd i rather me get burned than her. She's young, you know. She's got a lot of stuff going for her. She's a good kid. Oh, a better uncle than me. <laughs> no, you just haven't been put in that situation where you've had to maim yourself for the life of your niece. Not that I want to do this. Because I could fuck it up. <laughs> and she could get hurt. That's the most honest answer I've ever yeah. heard. Uh, anyway, so Cruz also airlifted Bird's niece and six-year-old nephew to the local hospital. Uh, when asked what his reaction was to people calling him a hero, Bird told the station, I can't say a hero. I just care for my niece and nephew. I wasn't going to let them die. Speaking of honest answers... Yeah, they're my family, you know. That's if it were you, and I was walking by, it's like maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll whistle and just keep on strolling. It's like I don't know. This motherfucker's burning in there. Uh, see, if I go in there, I could get burned, and I got a date next week. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't want to get another skin graft, right? Those <laughs> things are expensive. Uh, to the, the house appeared to be a total loss, and firefighters reportedly were thankful nobody died. We're just thankful nobody died. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Let me check these kids' names again. Ages again. Maybe maybe that's part of the reason why he went, uh, went back in. He felt guilty because... Of, he set the fire? Yeah, he was just blazing out, just smoking it up. He is Washington, man. You know he smokes pot. So and he was just blazing out. And, just, and Ember, Ember fell out of his uh, bong? He, he just, his bong or his blunt or whatever. Yeah, just it hit the carpet, and he was so fucking yeah, blazed like, that he didn't this, notice it until the this inferno weed hit. Smells so funny, like burning carpet or something. Oh damn! <laughs> Get the kids, throw them out the window. <laughs> hey, here's another question: the mother, yeah. she tossed the other two kids out the window, or they jumped, and but the niece would not jump because she was scared, and the mom. Didn't throw her out. Yeah, that's bad mothering. Yeah, if I was my kid, I don't care if you're uh, scared. It's better than being burned. Six-year-old, eight-year-old. It could have been one of the kids. Could have been. I was playing with fire at eight years old. Did you pee? Uh, did you pee the bed a lot? No. So it is an old wives' tale. I could have started playing with fire so much earlier. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I mean, you know. Fire's a, a natural force. I mean, I think it's natural to be interested in that. It's the same thing with guns. You know, guns are not a natural force. Uh, agreed, but they are weapons. And weapons have always been important to people with thumbs. And so... Um, What's... The, well, even like swords. I'm just not following the uh, the jump from fire to guns. Well, fire is a natural force because it's... Uh, uh, we need to master it, take control of it. It's the same thing with... Uh, with guns it's like we need to control it because uh people are like talking about gun control and it's like well you know let's get fire into control first this is a very 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 far jump in my opinion this is this is how my brain works my friend this is what it's like inside the mind of a madman if you want more insight into that you can go to um Amazon.com, search for the Madman Lowercase. Not the Madman Lowercase, Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. I got books up there on Amazon. Uh, I got the Exit 13 series, Keep Right, Merge, and Blind Corner. Mm, uh, You got to check the release dates. I I even forget which order (laughs) they're supposed to go in. Author, author. Yeah, because it's been so long since I've written like that. 
Um, it's super hard. And so, uh, yeah, also I got The Bunny Years, a memoir. The Bunny, Y-E-A-R-S, colon, a memoir. Um, the Bunny Years, colon, memoir? Colon, a memoir. It's about the bunny's colon? No. Okay, no. it's the way it come out. There's no rabbit. There's no bunny. It's the about whole... a retired superhero who goes by the name Jack Rabbit. So it's like uh, there's no real bunnies in it. Also, I got The Ravings of a Madman. It's a bunch of me rantings. A bunch of ranting stuff that I did. So Madman rantings before there was podcasts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It started off with me just ranting into a Word document. <laughs> and then you know, next thing I know, I got, well, I got a book. <laughs> I got enough for a book. And so, uh, yeah, search for me on Amazon. It's all available for a digital download. Search for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. Please go over to Patreon and become a patron. Patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Um, this, this is going to help us keep this uh, video stuff going. This is all pretty optional doing the video stuff. We prefer to you doing the podcast because that's what's most popular. It's like people love our podcast more than our videos. And that makes sense um, when it comes to my face. <laughs> and so it, it, it's all, uh, it's all good. I understand. It's like I have a voice for radio uh, or face for radio. People told me, and uh, I agree. I agree. I have a face for radio. Yeah. Uh, also have a YouTube channel. Search for the Madman lowercase. That's three words. The Madman in Lowercase. Hill Hippie also has a YouTube channel. Search for Hill Hippie, which is two words. Yes. Right? Correct. H-I-P-P-I-E? Yes. The proper way. I hate when people t- t- write hippie with, with a Y. y. Yeah. Why? So, why? Why? Why the why? Why the why? Try Bud Dry. Why, 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 why? You just went into an 80s ballad. No. Nah. Like, uh, I was thinking Wonderwall. Uh, Oasis. Where were you all we was getting high? Please stop. I was eating pizza, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> I was already high. <laughs> son of a bitch. Eight-hour prop pizza. I'm so mad at that guy. Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, so this is going to be the end of our show. We're a little two minutes early. Um, but I got to pee, and I got to yell at EK for eating all of our prop pizza. Yeah, hey, fair enough. Yeah, so... Uh, now, after you yell at him, are you going to let him know that it, it was actually made of wax? And he's going to have the most wicked shit tomorrow? He was so high. <laughs> I didn't so want to ruin it. <laughs> like I said, we've been trying to do this for like a month now, and he keeps eating it. So I came in with a wax rub, and he just went right after it. Yep. Didn't even care. Didn't even care. Didn't even comment. This tastes a little funny. Just stuffed it down his face hole. Right down the face hole. Anyway, so this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, be sure to look for us anywhere else. You know, I'm on Instagram. Search SL Robbins, at SLRobbins13. If you want to shoot me an email, uh, at madman at fxbgpr.com. Hill Hippies at hillhippie at fxbgpr.com. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, shoot us an email, and I'll, I'll I'll put you on the show. I'll I'll shut you out. I'll read your, I read your stuff, but not you, young Ripa59. What? Young Ripa 59? Yeah, sorry. I'm mad about this YouTuber. Anyway, um, oh, okay. I'm not going to get into it. We don't have time because it's 7 o'clock. I guess we can't get into it. Uh, this is Shockbuck Radio. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the madman and I love you. Who's that guy? I'm the Hill Hippie. Wishing you all peace and love. Bye. <gasps> oh, that feels good. <laughs> oh, the mics are on? Oh, shit. And that's me.